Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mature Mom Pivot Podcast. I'm your podcast host, Dean Nadine Bailey, and I am a mature mom. So if you're wondering, what is a mature mom? That's the positive and very affirming name that I want to give to those of us ladies who had children after the age of 35. If you look in the literature, if you go on Google, you'll see terms like geriatric pregnancy, which I think is quite a bit demeaning. Geriatric really means much older adult. Generally, when you say geriatric, you're talking about 65 and up. And as a registered nurse for over 30 years, who also specialized in geriatrics, none of my patients were 35. So I don't refer to myself and I don't think that you want to refer to yourself as a geriatric mom. So I think that mature mom just kind of puts us into the special category that we're in. I really have the mindset that motherhood is not one size fits all. There's a very vast difference between having a child at the age of 16 or in your 20s, in your early 30s versus having a child after 35, whether we just decided that that was just something we wanted to do because we wanted to pursue career and other things going on in our lives. Or some of you may have been like myself who had difficulty conceiving. And so life just kind of worked out that way. And we ended up having our children a little later in life. So I've created this podcast so we have a safe space to talk about what it's really like to navigate life as a mom after the age of 35. And we've been talking about self-care for a couple of episodes, but there's something else that I think is really important when it comes to this journey and us being able to basically just have what we need in place so that we can enjoy our motherhood experience. So today I want to talk about how saying the B word adds to your life. Now, this is a clean podcast, so it's not the B word that you're probably thinking. The B word that I'm going to be referring to throughout this podcast today is boundaries. And that is a word that is very difficult for us sometimes as ladies to say, and even harder for us to sometimes put in place. So when we talk about boundaries, I'm talking about a limit, a limit of your sphere of activity. There's only but so many things that we can do. And As older women who are more advanced in our career life, and you probably just have more responsibilities in general, you are a little bit older, our bodies go through different things, especially after motherhood and having a child after the age of 35. And so we can't let ourselves get into a lifestyle where we are just so active, we are all over the place. And I'll be really transparent with you all during this episode, because there are some things that I've experienced as a mature mom over the last 14 years. Cannot believe I have a teenager. I'm still, I look at her picture sometimes and I'm like, how in the world this even happened? (laughs) But over the last 14 years, there are so many moments where I have the pain of regret because I feel like because I was so far along in my career, I was already a nurse almost 20 years at the point in time that I had our daughter. I was very, very active as a minister in my church. And I was just doing so many things that most of the time, ladies, after work, I was really never home that much. So I was never that traditional mom that got to, you know, come home from work and really bond with your child and set up a bedtime and have a bedtime routine and all those things that should have been in place. And the reason that that happened is because I did not do a good job in the beginning of setting boundaries. And my sphere of activity was so large that I did not know how to say no. I didn't feel that it was okay to say no. 
I can no longer do all these things that I've been doing. And I've got to tell you, you might be listening and thinking, well, isn't that common sense? I mean, don't people understand that you had a child and you're going to be busy and you have things to do? So here's why I really think it's important for us to have a space to really discuss what it's like when you have a child at a later age. Most of the time, people do have children earlier in life, whether it's a teen pregnancy, or as I mentioned, having a child in your 20s or your early 30s. And quote unquote, that's the norm. And when people have a child at that stage, if you think about the scenario, you're young, your child is young. There, There's less of an age gap between you and your child. You are operating at a different energy level in your life, and all of your peers in your age group are doing the exact same things. So think about when you go to the park and you see a group of young mothers with their strollers and their kids. They're all around the same age. Their kids are all little at the same time. Everybody's growing up. They're doing the same things. What happens is for those of us that have had a child after 35, some of you like me after 40, I was 42 when I conceived finally. At 42, here I am at the park, but all the other moms are in their late 20s and early 30s. It's a completely different experience. Some of them were stay-at-home wives, and then they got pregnant. And the plan is, oh, I'm just going to stay home for the first five years. My husband's going to work, and I'm going to keep the baby. Well, by the time I had her, as I shared, I was already almost a 20-year veteran in my field. There was no staying home. (laughs) I had to go to work full time. My only time off was when I ended up leaving work Help me see how many months early did I leave work for that appointment? It was in February. I was supposed to deliver in April and some things were happening. She wasn't gaining weight anymore. She was um, not able to breathe properly in the womb, so they had to take her out. And so she was born by C-section on March 7th of 2008. And so from February until July, I was home on an extended maternity leave. And so when I went, when it was time to go back, there was no option for me at that point in my life because I had responsibilities at age 42 that I did not have when I was a young woman in my early 20s. I had a house. So now we had a mortgage, we had two cars, he worked, I worked. So I didn't have the same choices that I had when I was in my early 20s. So our lives are different for so many different reasons that it's so important for us to understand. You cannot have the same level of activity as a younger mom who may have less going on in her life. Here's why you need to say that B word, which is boundaries. The B word adds to your life. And when I say that it adds, I'm going to share with you something phenomenal that I actually saw on LinkedIn today. And it just really amazed me because I wanted to talk about boundaries. I wanted to kind of touch on it in today's episode. But when I saw two things online this week, and it's already only Tuesday as I'm sitting to record this, I realized, you know what, this is something that is really important. And we really need to understand this as older moms that This is really going to be the thing that makes or breaks your experience. This is going to be the one thing that's going to help you either bond with your child or separate from your child. And it's really that important, ladies. Here's what I I found today on LinkedIn, and it just amazed me. She was talking about commitments and how commitments have consequences. And that's so true because when you think of your sphere of activity, the more things you are involved in, there's more commitment. 
And sometimes people think, oh, you're only doing one or two things. Well, sometimes you can be involved in one activity and it can feel like 10 because of the level of commitment that is required for you to just do one thing. I remember some of my commitments as a minister within the church were things such as teaching in Sunday school, singing on the worship team. What other things did I do? I did so many things. I think at one point I was doing about four things and each of those things required that I did things behind the scenes in the evening after working all day. So imagine now having a child kind of some emergent situations coming up around her delivery, etc. And I'm involved in four major things. I also was involved in being an admin to one of the pastors. And so I was super busy all the time. I literally can remember that I never actually had a free night to myself, even before my child was born. So if I already have a schedule of working five days a week full-time, in a leadership capacity. And then I add to that other commitments that are keeping me busy every single day of the week. There is no more room for activity. Do you see where I'm going with that? And so for you, the the real point is not even where is this happening, even though that is an important aspect, but it's more like if it's happening, how do I change it? Because here's what happens. Boundaries will add to your life. When you think of that word add, the opposite of add is subtract. If you don't have a limit to what you are active in, then you're going to subtract. You're going to take away. You're going to remove. You're going to withdraw yourself from the one thing that you waited for for so long. Why did we want to get pregnant anyway? because we wanted to have the experience of being a mother. And so you have to make room for that activity. So I love this post that commitments have consequences and adding to your commitments. This is the part that really, really struck me. It's not just about adding. So sometimes a person will say, I know you're busy, but, but is a critical word, but always cancels out every other thing you said before. it. So when you say, but you're saying your business doesn't even matter because I have a need. So when you add to your commitments, you're actually dividing. That was what she brought out in her post. And the more you add, the further you divide your time, your energy, and your resources. Isn't that, that's just so phenomenal. That just really struck me. I think I just stopped in mid-scroll when I saw this post. And so it really says to us that, you know, when you subtract some of your commitments, when you start start kind of, you know, easing away from things and, and letting things go for a time, you're not just removing them. You're actually multiplying your time you're multiplying your energy because you're going to get drained. I know you will because I lived that for so many years, ladies, and I faked a smile and people would say, how you doing? Because they knew I was super busy because I was everybody's go-to person (laughs) on the job, after the job, like it never stopped. And then my baby needed me to be her go-to mother. And I wasn't always emotionally and mentally and physically able to do that because I had extended my boundaries to the point that I was not as functional as I should have been. So we have to make sure that when we take on any level of commitment, that we don't divide ourselves so much that we remove ourselves from what's most important. Family matters. Family matters, ladies. Whether you're a single mother, whether you're married, if you have a child, whether you are that woman over 35 who just had a baby, or you have a school-age child, a toddler, maybe your kid is in high school like mine, they need our time. And your sphere of activity has got to decrease 
so that you can make the commitment that you want to make. I know you want to make it. I can't tell you the nights I cried, how much I longed to have a child. I got tired of being a godmother. I love my godchildren, but I got tired of being a godmommy. I wanted to be somebody's mommy. And finally, I was able to have Shekinah. It was hard to get her here. Now that she's here, I make very, very sure that I set boundaries. And I want to release you ladies, each one of you that is listening to this episode today. I want you to know it is okay. This particular B word is not vulgar. Boundaries is a good word. Boundaries is a word that's going to enrich your life. Boundaries is the word that is going to set you free. Boundaries is the word that is going to help you to be free in your life and enjoy life again. Because when you're doing too much, it would it's it's no different than literally putting a 1,000 pound weight in someone's hand and wondering why they're not able to lift it and why they're not able to walk because it's too much. And sometimes when we take on too much in our life, too many commitments and people say, oh, you know, I know you're busy, but you know, you're really good at this and you're really gifted and we really need you. No, you really need something done but I can't be the one to do everything. Because here's what else I've learned. Even when it comes to carrying project loads at work, and I am a senior learning and development specialist for my organization, if you're doing more than three projects, you become less efficient, which means at some point you're gonna drop a ball. And we all know, especially those of us that have leadership roles, et cetera, in our careers, there's no such thing as leeway for dropping a ball. And I know some of you can totally relate to that, right? So it's very, very, very important that we have boundaries. And if you set those boundaries, it's going to help you to have a more full life experience. You're going to you're gonna be happier. Now, is it hard to say no? Yes, it is. I will never, ever tell you the lie that it's so easy to just tell people no, because what happens is their reactions to you change. Sometimes some of the same people that were so happy for you when you finally had this beautiful baby now begin to get upset. Oh, I guess you can't do that because you have the baby. Oh, I guess you'll be busy. Oh, but who's going to watch her? And you start to get those types of reactions. Here's something else that I saw this week that really, really um, kind of really set me free when it came to really thinking about how important it was for us to have this conversation about boundaries. I don't know how many of you have ever heard Dr. Carolyn Leaf. She's amazing. She talks a lot about mental health and mental health is so important. And she posted something on Instagram about the fact that when you get harder to manipulate and control, you're actually getting better at honoring your boundaries. And so if you, like myself, because I've I've had those very negative reactions to boundaries, it usually comes from people who, again, are in your peer group but they're living a different life because they're not parenting a younger child at the same time as you. And you know how it is, ladies. The reality of life is when you haven't done something for a while, you do lose some of the nuances. Think about the last time you went on vacation and you were off for over a week. I don't know if you're like me, but if I'm off for more than a week, I promise you I come back and I cannot remember my passwords. Thank goodness for Apple because I store everything in my phone (laughs) and I have to go straight to the password list so I can log back into the computer. Well, if I can't remember something after not doing it for a week, imagine someone who has not walked where you're walking right now for 20 years or 30 years. They're not going to remember what it feels like. 
They've forgotten what it's like to come home at six o'clock and you just want to fall onto the couch, but you can't because your kids are right at the door and they're asking you all these questions and stuff happened today at school and they need help with the homework. And we, oh, we have to go to the store because we have to do this because I have a project that's due tomorrow. And they forgot because they're overwhelmed because school is ridiculous now. They don't remember all that stuff. They have absolutely no idea. And because they have no idea, they get angry when they invite you to something and you're like, oh, I can't, you know, during the week, I'm just, I'm swamped. We're up till like 10 o'clock, 1030 doing homework. Oh, and here's something that Dr. Carolyn Leaf said that I thought was amazing. I went through a very toxic experience when I literally ended up just completely separating myself from a place that for many years was just draining me. And I, I did not know how to separate myself. I was very emotionally attached and I, I could not really see that I just needed to no longer be in that space. And I don't know if for you that space represents your job. It may represent um, some place in the community that you are attached to and you've been doing things for many, many years. And now you have to kind of shift and kind of sit this one out. People's reactions are going to change. Here's the reality, ladies. That hurts. It hurts when people that you've been close to for a long time, now all of a sudden they can't stand you or they cut you off or they block your number, or they delete you on Facebook. Yes, those things hurt. And one of the things that she did say is that we need to honor the time and the lessons and the not comfortable emotions. You're going to feel sad about the loss of relationship. And there is some loss of relationship. But you know, when it comes to setting those boundaries and saying, I can no longer do this because now I need to do that, we have to understand that life is very seasonal. And that's what's get, gotten me through this phase in my personal life. You know, I, I recently, over the pandemic, I started a new hobby that I never even knew I would love, and that's gardening. Gardening for me is so just, it gives me such a sense of gratefulness, and it just, it just, just, it lightens me. And I'm just in wonder at how plants just grow and how beautiful my garden is, starting out from nothing to just seeing the garden full of flowers and just just the beauty of nature. And and one of the things that came to me was now that we're here in the fall, I'm in New York. Now that we're in the fall and I have to cut down a lot of things and bring things inside. And so outside now the gardens are more bare. There's just the grass. The trees are changing colors. The leaves are starting to fall. And I started to think to myself how amazing it is in life that in different seasons things look different. The reality is Life is seasonal, just like gardening. A few months ago, I had a garden full of all types of beautiful flowering plants. And now I've had to cut them down because they've gone into a dormant phase. And so you and I, as older moms, really have to look at our life as being seasonal. And you have to understand that your friends who had children earlier in their journey, well, they might be in what we want to consider the summer of their life right now. Well, you and I are in the fall. And you know, the thing about the seasons that I learned from my garden is that there's roots that are so deep in my garden right now that even though I don't see the flowers, it doesn't mean that the plant is not still there. And as soon as the weather shifts in another couple of months, I'm going to have beautiful flowers and conna lilies and all types of beautiful plants that are just going to spring back up. And so you and I have to understand that we're walking through a different season of life. It's going to look different. The fall doesn't look like the spring. And so that's why 
you understanding boundaries and how it's going to add to your life is so, so important. It may not be an outside activity that you may need to separate from or to step down from. And things again, ladies, seasonal. You know, my, my late mom, she had four of us. And when we were growing up, I'm the oldest of four. And there's my middle brother, and then there's the twins. And at one time, it just seemed like there was just so much activity always going on. And I said, Mommy, you know, how do you do it with so many of us? Most of my friends, it was just one or two kids, and we were one of the few families with four children. And she said, well, you all will not be little forever. Right now, I'm in my mid-50s, my brother's 50-something, and the twins are now in their late 40s. And she's right. We do grow up because you go through seasons. So I want you to really be encouraged today, especially my new moms. You know, it's, it's hard in the beginning, the sleep deprivation and, you know, just going through all the different changes and things that happen with the baby and the, the little infections and the fevers and the running back and forth to the pediatrician. But I promise you, our children don't stay little forever which is why it's so important, ladies. I don't want you to make the 12-year mistake that I made. I want you to set boundaries. Say the B word. Say, I'm not able to do this because I don't want to spread myself too thin. I want to be able to be there for my child. Those who love you will understand. And those that won't, you may experience some sadness because of the separation in your relationship. But remember, it's only a season. And those people, they'll be okay without us. The places I've left, the jobs that I transferred out of and moved on to another position, they're all there and they're just fine. They really are. But your child will not be okay if you're not present in their life. They need you. That's why you were specially created to be their mother. But you got to be there to experience it, to create the bond with your child. And so Watch your commitments because they have consequences. Don't let anybody talk you into taking things on and saying, well, it's just one one time a month that we meet. Well, if that one meeting for two hours means that you have to spend eight hours behind the scenes doing something and you don't have that time, then you have to set a boundary and say, mm, I have to limit myself. I'm not able to do that now. But thank you so much for thinking of me. So we don't have to respond in anger, but we do have to respond in honesty and in integrity. It's so, so super important. Maybe for you, that place is your job. And you may want to think about, you know, what is my next step? The world is just not like it used to be. And, you know, we don't just get out of school at 18 or 20 and just stay on the same job until 65. I wish I could have stayed on my job longer, but unfortunately, the first hospital I worked at closed down. So <laughs> that took care of that. So if it's a job, if you, you know, you have a boss that is is just always giving you a hard time or just does not understand the season that you are going through in raising your child, then you need to be someplace where your mental health is better. You need to be someplace where you're not stressed out because stress on the job, it just, it carries home to us. It just does. There's no such thing as leaving your problems at the door. If you're around friends that are just very negative and just are not embracing of this season that you're in, you got to lessen your contact. And we can control a lot of that. You know, we have our phones. We don't necessarily always have to pick up. There is this wonderful, wonderful thing called voicemail. We can let the call go there, ladies. And I'm empowering you. Use your ability to set your limits. You can do that and we can do it very pleasantly, very firmly, and very nicely. And it's all about keeping ourselves in the right mental space so that we can add to our life. If it's family, we can keep negative family contact to a minimum. That's also setting a boundary. You know, 
course, we can't get rid of our family or things like that. But, you know, there are times where we can say, oh, we would love to, but we're not available that particular Saturday because you already know it's going to be four hours and it's going to be draining and you can't. And if you can't, it's okay. I want you to be whole. I want you to be energized so that you can enjoy your life, enjoy your child, and enjoy your family. Even setting boundaries can even extend to the way that we engage online. I'm very, very selective now about where I spend my time online. I spend most of my time on LinkedIn because I enjoy the the insight of other professional women, other professional men, and the things that they share. I don't really want to hear a lot of nonsense and negativity, so I stay away from certain things. So Facebook, Twitter, you know, Instagram, I'll scroll once in a blue, but I make the decisions about, you know, what I want to see. And sometimes also it can also contribute to a negative self-image because as we know, social media is not as authentic as we would wish it were. And a lot of the filters and all that can cause you to start kind of just comparing yourself in your head. And you don't want to do that because you need to know that you're amazing the way you are. So if you got to take a social media break to set a boundary, then do that. You need to shut an account down go ahead. I just did that with my TikTok. It's just, it was just too much. I don't even go to the platform anymore. So this way you won't be on information overload, which is another way that your boundaries get stretched. And it's a really great way to just clear your mind. So you'll see that once you set these boundaries in place, whether it's conversations with people, letting them know what you can or cannot do, your confidence is going to improve. Negative voices around you will grow fainter. You know, I I had an amazing conversation with my 14-year-old. We were in the car the other day and she was drawing an analogy between someone's voice being faint because we don't listen to it for a long time. And then it gets stronger in our head when we start spending more time around them. And I just thought, wow, that was... That was a deep analogy coming out of a kid, right? But she was so absolutely right. Whatever you're spending the most time around has the greatest impact on your mindset, which is why boundaries are so very important. Well, I'm going to end this conversation there, ladies. I really just wanted to share with you that, you know, this is a word that you really got to have as a a great part of your life because it's just going to enrich you. I don't want you as a a mother over 35 to get overwhelmed with the responsibilities of life and taking on too much because you deserve better. And hey, just before you leave me, I want you to check my show notes. I've even created for you a free ebook called Five Ways That Moms Can Pivot From Overwhelmed to Creating More Joy in Your Life. You can click the link in the show notes and get your free download right away. And that's also something that's going to help you in terms of your boundaries and how you're going to just create the bond that you want to have with your kids. So it's been great talking to you ladies. I hope you have an absolutely amazing week. Please share this podcast with another awesome woman you know that's had a child after the age of 35 because ladies, Ladies, it's not about us being overwhelmed and stressed out. It's time to pivot. Talk to you soon.